You know yellow can't be stopped Just watch my struggle bleed out As soon as the bees drop Got it out to mother watch I climb up to the treetop Oh no, I cannot sleep now I'm up on my feet now Gave another chance, so now I gotta train my occupation Been through trials and tribulations Yeah, he got me, I can take it. I know it ain't gonna kill me if he with me I know I can face it Oh no, I can't stop my race Boy, tough, it's in my nature I'ma getting it out, get on my knees trying to figure it out. I gotta find out a different route, stick to the plan and then finish it out. Yeah, I can go to penitentiary route. So them prayers, I'm sending them out. You all wound, y'all been in about. They told you that you couldn't do it cause you washed up. Ain't like them bad girls said you should get your salsa. But I got this plan and you might not understand. I'ma go hard as I Alrighty, alrighty. Welcome to Miracle Night, guys. Welcome to Miracle Night. Uh, I'm gonna try to get my. Uh, I'm gonna try to get my. Uh, I think it sounds better, right there, guys. I think it sounds better. I'm gonna try to get my other mics in here uh, next week, and that way. The sound will be a little bit more better. But for right now, we're going to take these headphones off because it's kind of a distraction for me, really. Um, but anyways, guys, uh, thank you for tuning in tonight. We're going to be going over um, some things in the Bible. Um, but first of all, I want to uh, go over some announcements right quick for the ministry, guys. We, we have a thing called Kingdom Wealth Now uh, that we do. Uh, it's a uh, course that teaches you how to make uh, money online. It's a blessing for your family. Um, if you want to start a business, you have a desire to start a business, to work two hours a day, make 10K a month, people are doing it. Believe it or not, they're doing it. Actually, people are done hit a million dollars in seven or eight months doing this. It's a real blessing for people that want to make an income for their family. Um, God told me to do it, and he told me to go after Christians and raise up entrepreneurs in this season. Entrepreneurs, um, and that's what I do. He told me to go after the Christians, so that's what I'm doing. Uh, but if you want more information on that, you can go to www.kingdomwealthnow.co.co. It's .co, not .com. That is www.kingdomwealthnow.co.co. KingdomWealthNow.co. You can go to the website, sign up for our email list, and then you'll go to a page. You'll go with David Sharp. David Sharp has made over $200 million, $200 million in the last 10 years in marketing, so he knows about marketing. He's got marketing skills that will teach you how to build your business online. Uh, I'm partnering up with them because I, I feel that God is, this is a season where God is telling us to start our own company, okay? I really feel that. I've been feeling that for the longest, and I'm doing what God's told me to do. So um, he told me to present it to Christians and go after the Christian because this is a season where God wants us to be the head, not the tail, lender, not the bar. God wants us to run our own business, amen? So, uh, but it takes skill to do that. And David Sharp is a wonderful man to teach the skill. I believe that with all my heart. So anyways, we're going we're gonna to partnership up with him because I believe God is on this thing. I believe God is really helping a lot of families. 
uh, that's doing this. I mean, there's Gorlo's family's doing this. Um, it, it's not saturated, though, so don't worry about that. Everybody's making the money. Everybody's doing it. I'm, I'm scared. Of, no, 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 no. Not at all, friends. But anyways, if you want more information with that, you can uh, DM us on Instagram here at God Saving Ministries, or you can go to uh, go to our uh, email at jason at kingdomwealthnow.co. You can email me there too. And say, Jason, I'm very interested in getting involved in, in uh, learning my own business to, to scale my own business online and, and be a blessing for my family and the kingdom of God. So anyways, let's go on, guys. We're going to be, uh, the website, GodSaveMinistries.com, we're still working on it. You can go to our uh, radio uh, radio station at Kingdom, Kingdom TheKingdomRadio.com is still there. TheKingdomRadio.com, guys, you can listen to preaching and singing 24-7, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Um, we put that up because people might want to come back and hear the word. Some people miss this, some people miss that, but anyways, we are here to equip you and get you to heaven. That's what we're here for, to do exactly what God's called us to do. So, God bless y'all, and I would appreciate it if y'all would share here on uh, Instagram, be sharing, because sharing is caring, Okay. If you don't share, you don't care. So sharing is a key. And that's what I'm doing here. Um, here soon. So, all right, let's get into this, guys. I got some stuff I got to do here in a little while, too. So, uh, anyways, let's get into this. Um, hold on, guys. I know I have my Bible here. There we go. But anyways, thank you guys for tuning in tonight. It's a blessing. We're going to get in the Word, but we are going to uh, there we go. There we go. Sorry about that, guys. Um, I want to talk about denying yourself, okay? Denying yourself. That's That's what brings to my attention this afternoon I, I know it's it, it's it's a hard thing to comprehend and it's a hard thing to do is deny ourselves right um hold on guys I'm trying to look up some scripture here for you guys I, I don't want to just give you something that, that I can't show, show you in the word of God um Uh, but he denied, uh, okay. Uh, hold on, guys. Give me just a minute here. Hold on, guys. Deny your self, okay? Deny yourself. And that's what we're going to get into tonight, okay?
I don't guys, I had it somewhere. Okay, Matthew sixteen, twenty-four. Okay, my wife found it. Ain't she just a rubber cookie? She's just a rubber cookie. Sixteen Matthew sixteen twenty-four. Okay, Matthew sixteen twenty four. If I if I can find it here. Okay, Matthew sixteen twenty four. Well Matthew sixteen twenty four. Okay, Matthew sixteen twenty four. Alrighty, let's get into this. If I can find it here, hold on. Just give me a minute, guys. Matthew 16, 24. Okay, here we go. Hello, guys. Hello. We're in Matthew 16, 24. We're talking about denying yourself. You know, denying yourself is so hard. It's so rough. And I understand. It's just a rough cause to deny yourself. Uh, 1624 says, Then Jesus said unto his disciples. Are you ready for this, guys? He said unto his disciples, If, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself. <laughs> let, let me read that one more time. And it said, then Jesus said, then said Jesus unto his disciples, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself. And we got Mark 9.23. We'll go to that in a minute. Um, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whatever, for whoever will save his life shall lose it. Follow what I'm saying here, guys. Whoever shall save their life will lose it. So that means your walk with God is not a patty cake. Sometimes God wants you to do certain things that you don't want to do. I told my daughter this, after, this afternoon. It's not a patty cake walk with God all the time. Here's the thing. The Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will fulfill the desires of your heart. See, my friend, you're not going to make a deal with God because God is the deal, number one. You don't make deals with him. He is the deal. And we think that God, we're going to make a deal with God and say, God, I'll do what you've called me to do if you do this first. And God looks down from heaven and he tells me to tell you tonight, that's not going to be so. Why is it, my friend, and this is not a tickle ear message. This is not a message that's going to brighten your day and, and, and delight. But here's the problem with people today. They're not following Jesus. Why do I know this? Because they think their walk has to be hunky-dory all the time. Sometimes God tells you to go to Nevada like he did Jonah. 
Jonah didn't want to go to Nevada. He would go anywhere else and preach but Nevada. And here's the problem in the church. We got these, I'm not talking about preachers. I just don't believe in bashing every preacher in the South. But what I can say is what we hear today is tickle my ear preaching when we need to hear, deny yourself and take up your cross. God tells you to do stuff you don't want to do. Oh, we don't mind God blessing us. We don't mind God doing for us. But when God tells us to do something, we have a fit. We have a fit and we say, God, I don't want to do that. And God simply says, if you want me to fulfill your desires, you're going to fulfill mine first. My God. See, my friend, <laughs> you don't make a deal with God. God is the deal. Jesus simply said, if you're going to follow me, you got to do something. See, we think God is going to do everything for us, and simply he's saying tonight to us, he's not going to do everything. we got to do something. What do we have to do? We have to deny ourselves and what our ambitions and what we want in life because let me tell you something, my friend. There's many times God has told me to do things that I shook my head at and said, God, I don't want to. And God simply says, if you want me to bless you, then you need to do what I tell you to do. Deuteronomy 27, blessed are obedience. And people don't like this message because it ruffles their flesh. <laughs> Why does it ruffle your flesh? Because you don't like being told what to do, right? Nobody does. Nobody likes to be in a spot where you're not calling the shots, right? Or you don't have the glory stick. Come on. Glory stick means everybody wants the mic and everybody wants the show. I've been there too, my friend. I run a church, believe me. Everybody got up in my church and they all wanted the mic. They wanted the, I call it the glory stick. Sometimes you don't need the glory stick. You need to sit down and learn. You need to sit down and learn something. See, a lot of people that used to come in my church, I said, listen, you need to sit down and learn. It's time to learn. Jesus said, learn of me for I'm meek and lowly. Look, nobody wants to learn anymore. They don't want good teaching like this no more. They want a word from God. I need a word from God. Well, I'm giving you a word from God. God is saying, unless you deny yourself and take up your cross, you're not following him nowhere. That's what he's saying tonight to us. And listen to what he says. I'm going to read above this. Because Jesus confronted Peter when he got in his self. Listen, Jesus was so, you're, you're never going to tell your leader what to do. You know why? Because God has put eyesight in your leader all the time. I got a guy that follows my ministry, Jackie Summers, out of Menlo, Florida. He tells me all the time, he said, you know what? You read my book every time. You know why? Because God has put me over you. Not, not to dominate you, but to protect you and I'm a seer. I'm a watchman over you. So don't think that you're going to go in and tell your pastor, your leader, or your mentor, or whoever God's got you under, that you're going to tell them what to do and how to do it. It's not so. But anyways, here, here's what he tells Peter. Watch what he tells Peter here. He says in verse 22, let's go back up to 22. We, we was at, uh, I think, 
24, I think. Yeah, we was at 24. Let's go to 22 here. Look, listen to what he tells Peter. And we're in uh, Matthew 6, 22, guys. Okay, we're in Matthew 6, 22, okay? This is what he says. And, and guys, I'm going to tell you something. This ain't for everybody. People don't like teaching anymore. They don't like to learn anything. They like, they like words from God or confirmation from God, but they don't like to listen to the word of God and be taught something. Because I'm going to tell you something. Learning is the biggest thing. Teaching, Jesus did more teaching with his ministry than he did anything. If you don't sit and learn something of the gospel, if you don't sit and learn something, you're not going to grow in God because knowledge, my people perish from lack of knowledge. See, you can read this word but not have understanding of it. I told my granddaughter that. It was wonderful they was learning the word of God, but did you understand what you just read? Because see, without understanding, you're not going to apply nothing because Jesus said, I've been with you this long and you still don't understand. Because see, understanding, the Bible said, make your request be known unto God and the peace of God that passes understanding. See, God don't really want us to focus on understanding because peace must pass understanding. God just said, seek the peace, leave the understanding to me. And the knowledge has always been fought over since the day of the garden. And I can show you that too. We're all chasing after knowledge. But I want to tell you something. Knowledge will get you far because we, we, we understand that it was wrong in the garden, but we understand that King Solomon asked for something from God. And what he asked from God, he said, God, give me the knowledge to know between good and evil. But see, what's good to you might not be good to God. <laughs> Uh, y'all, maybe that's flew right over y'all's head, but what's good to you might be good to God or what's good to you might be bad to God. So how do we know the knowledge of God unless we get in the word, unless we get in the spirit and allow the spirit to teach us? Because he's the great teacher tonight, I'm not. How do we allow the Holy Spirit to teach us? To give the true deepness of God. Listen, the Bible says the Holy Spirit searches the deep things of God. How can we know the deep things of God when we're not in the Spirit? You can't read this Bible in your flesh. You can't read this Bible in your own understanding. You'll never understand it. The Holy Spirit gives us understandings when we read. And listen what he says right here. And Peter says in verse 22, he says, then Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, be it far from thee, Lord, that thou should not be unto thee. But he returned and said unto Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. See, he knew, he, he knew Peter was in himself. See, leaders know when you're in yourself. They know that you are in yourself and not in God. They know. They know because they're your leader. Come on, somebody. If you ain't got a if you ain't got a mentor, you need one. If you ain't got a spiritual father in the Lord, you need one. If you if you ain't got a pastor over you, you need one. If you don't have mentors over you, you need a mentor. Just saying, guys. It says, Get thee behind me, Satan, thou art thou art an offense unto me, thou savest thou the things not of God, be of God, but those things of men. <clears throat> so he was in his self. 
And Jesus said to the disciples, he, he immediately reaffirmed something. He said, guys, y'all can get in yourself and don't get in yourself. If you get in yourself, you're going to go the wrong way. But we always need a leader to go to, to keep us out of ourself. And I'm going to say that because Jesus was the leader of Peter. Peter got in himself. He rebuked him and said, you don't speak of God, but you speak of things of men. So, okay, he got in himself. Listen to what he says right here. He immediately addresses it. If any man will come after me, any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross. Watch this, guys. And follow me. And whosoever will save his life will lose it. <laughs> See, if you want to save your life, you got to lose it first. I know that seems like spaghettios up in your head, but you got to lose your life before you save it. So your life now is bought with a price, friend. You know, when you gave yourself to Jesus, you got bought with a price. You know what the price that he paid for you and me and everybody on here that's saved under the blood? He gave his life for you. That's the price that he paid for you. Otherwise, he bought you. And when somebody buys you, you no longer have the value they do. It's like, for example, this camper I just bought. Listen, I don't own this camper until I pay the lender off. But when I pay the lender off, I own the value of the camper. Until then, they own the value. I don't. So you're bought with a price. So therefore, when you gave yourself to Jesus, you no longer own yourself. He owns you now. He bought you with his blood. And therefore, you can't call the shots anymore. That's why he said, if any man come follow me, he must deny himself. Otherwise, he's got to become your leader. He's got to become everything. He's got to become everything to you. And you got to listen to him what to do next. And you know what? I know this ain't a popular message and people just write it off and say, what is he talking about? This is a problem in the church all the time. People are all up in their self all the time. They say, God led, God led. God ain't leading nothing. You got lead in your pocket. You need to get your lead out of your pocket and start listening to God. Well, I feel led. I feel led. You know what? You need to get the lead out of your pocket because if somebody's going to be led, you're going to have a mentor over you. See, God's going to put you under somebody. I don't care who you are. I'm a minister of the gospel. David E. Taylor, he is my head. I'm sorry. That is my spiritual father in the Lord. And yes, I have to go and listen to these guys because I don't know it all. And I never will. He will always read my book. A spiritual father will always read your book. If you're out here trying to do ministry yourself, you're going to fall flat to your face. If you ain't got a spiritual father to go to, if you ain't got a spiritual father to lead you, if you ain't got a spiritual father to watch over you, you need one. I'm telling you. I've tried to do it on my own. I'm telling you, you cannot do it. Jesus said, whoever will save his life shall lose it. And whoever will lose his life for my sake will find it. 
So otherwise, he owns you. He bought you with a price. You ever heard that? I surrender all. I surrender all. Do you truly surrender? Do you truly say, God, you know what? If you own my life, then you call the shots. You know what? I'm in a place in my life right now. I didn't really want to come here. I really didn't. But you know, everybody wants God to bless them. And God, uh, will you do this for me? And will you do that? And God always does. But when God tells you to do a task, you pitch a fit. You literally pitch a fit. Guys, I'm going to tell you something. If you're ever going to get anywhere with God, you've got to learn to submit. You've got to learn to submit to authority. You've got to learn to submit to your boss. You've got to learn to submit to these things because if you don't, you're never going to get nowhere with God. Because Jesus said, I only see what my Father does. Jesus was in totally submission to the Father. He never come out of submission. And he couldn't do that unless Father told him to, right? Whoever shall save his life and lose it, whoever will lose his life for my sake will find it. For whatever a man profited, for he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul, what shall a man gain in exchange for his soul? Watch this, guys. For the Son of Man come in his glory and his Father and his angels, and he shall, and then he shall reward every man according to his works. Verily I say unto you, there will be none, there be some standing here, and there be which shall not taste death. <laughs> I like that. Will never taste death. Till they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. Let me tell you something, my friend. Where, where is that other scripture we had right there? Luke. I think she had Luke there or something. Let's go to Mark 8, 830. Uh, Mark 8. Let's see. Mark uh, 8. 834. Let's go to 834, guys. Is this get, is this helping somebody tonight? I mean, type amen down at the bottom. If it's, if it's just helping you tonight, type amen down at the bottom and share this, guys, with somebody else. Share it. Share it. Just type yes. This Yes, amen. If this is helping you tonight, just type yes, amen, and, and share the broadcast. Pull some hearts up there or something. When you do that, the algorithm pushes more people in here, guys. And that's another thing the church don't do either. They, they need to get ready and, 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 and go out into the world and compel them to come in and hear the word of God. Listen to this. 8.32, I think. Yeah, we was at 8.32. All right, guys. Mark 8.32 is where we're at. 34. 8.34. I'm sorry, guys. Okay, 8.34. I want to read this. Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Whosoever shall save his life shall lose it. Whoever shall lose his life for the gospel's sake, in the same shall save it. For what shape, save profit a man to gain a whole world lose his soul. 
Okay, guys, this is what this is saying. If God's called you to do something, if God's told you to do something, if God has commanded you to do something, and you you keep denying it, you keep making up all kinds of excuses why you ain't doing it, shame on you. Shame on you. But let me tell you something. To get in this position of submission, I'm sorry, guys, but a lot of you don't have a pastor. Y'all don't have a spiritual authority. Y'all don't have nobody that's over you in the Lord, that feeds you in the Lord, that, that mentors you in the Lord. This is something you need to start praying about because I see a lot of bastards out here, and I'm going to say it. The Bible says if you can't take a rebuke, you're a bastard. It's in your Bible. It's in your Bible. If you can't see correction, you're a bastard. I'm sorry, guys, but everything's not going to go hunky-dory for you. Not following God. It's it's just it's not. See, I run a business online, Kingdom Wealth Now, LLC. I run a business online. I teach people, Christian entrepreneurs. I was going in the wrong direction in this business. God told me to go the direction he wanted me to go. I went totally opposite. What, what did I need to do? I needed to turn around and say, Jason, woe unto you and woe to God. Have I always been perfect? No, I've, I've had to do stuff my way, did my stuff my way, but it never worked when I've done it my way. It never will. See, people don't like when they get told like Jonah, go to Nevada, Jonah, and tell them to repent. He didn't want to go. You wonder why storms are in your life. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight, but you wonder why storms are in your life and you wonder why things keep going backwards for you. It's because you keep fighting against the current. My God, who am I talking to? You keep fighting against the current of God. God's trying to get you to go a certain way. You keep going the opposite. And that's why things are fighting you. Currency is fighting you a different direction. That's what happened to my business. I kept doing it my way and the currency kept fighting me. Now I'm doing it God's way and the currency's flowing. It's kind of like a river. A river goes downhill and, and when something pushes the water up, it's kind of hard to push that water up. Why? Because the currency's going downhill. And somebody tonight, you have been fighting with God. You have been wrestling with God. But let me tell you what God did to Jacob. The Bible said the angel wrestled with God all night long, wrestled with the angel, and the angel actually broke Jacob's hip. See, some of you, God is breaking you because your walk is fixing to change. Your, your walk is fixing to change. You've been doing it your way, and God said, you know what? We're tired of your way. Let's do it my way. <laughs> and you wonder why every time you try something, it goes backwards all the time. You ever did that? I've done that. Am I the only one guilty of that? No, somebody say, amen, is this really helping you tonight? I mean, am I the only one on here that has rebelled against God? I mean, I'm, I'm guilty. I'll be the first one to tell you. When you know you're rebelling against God, your life is going to end up like Jonah. Jonah was told to go to Nineveh. And God told Jonah, he said, Jonah, 
I need you to go to Rabenna and tell Navenna to repent. He told God no. I don't like them people, Lord. They look at me funny. I don't like them. God told me to go after people in my entrepreneur business. I went after the world, worldly people. He said, no, I want you to go after Christian people. And I fought it for a long time. Why did I fight it for a long time? Because of my mindset and my belief. See, I didn't want to mix. This is my belief now. Here's my belief. The only reason I rebelled against God is why I did because of my belief and mixing business with the church. I've been taught a certain thing all my life, never mix business with the church because we, we Jesus went into the temple and, and he's overthrown the tables because they were selling and trading in the church. That's what I've been taught all my life. But here's what God revealed to me about that. Here's what God revealed to me. Watch this. God revealed to me, and this is what he told me. He said, this is why People don't understand what goes on in my church. The reason why I went into the temple, watch this, guys. The reason why I went into the temple, Jason, to turn over the tables, it wasn't because they were buying and selling and trading. It wasn't. It was because, you got to catch this. Somebody's going to catch this. This is, a, this is an understanding, and you better catch it. Y'all ready? I don't think y'all hungry for the truth tonight. Listen. The reason why Jesus overturned the tables, it was not because they were buying, selling, and trading. Listen to the words Jesus said. When he turned over the tables in the temple, this is what he said. He said, this is my father's house. You have made it a den of thieves. My friend, listen, if you can't understand what Jesus is saying right there, he's saying, listen, you are chasing money instead of chasing me. That had nothing to do with buying, selling, trading, or doing a business. It's chasing money instead of making a principle of the house of God should be praying. Otherwise, they had their mind and focused on business matters more than they did God's business. See, God don't mind you having a business. My God, y'all got to get this tonight. God don't mind you having a business. He don't mind you having a business to support the kingdom of God. But what matters and what weighs out the scale tonight? Are you more focused on chasing the money than chasing what really matters? That's why he got mad. Because they were more focused on selling things and, and, and the money more than that. That's why Jesus made a statement when he overturned the tables. He said, this is my father's house and you made it a den of thieves. Why did he call them thieves? Because when you go in somebody's house and steal what was precious to them, then you're a thief. And what was precious to Jesus in his father's house was a house of prayer, communication, intimacy. That's kind of like your wife. Your wife wants your attention, but man, all you want is her body. My God, you need to catch that. Listen, she wants your attention, but you want her body. <laughs> My God. See, some of you don't comprehend 
See, God don't want you to chase after things. He wants you to chase after Him. <laughs> Maybe some of you just went over the head. Jesus got mad in the temple because they were chasing the money more than they was Him. And that's why He called Him a thief. Because you have robbed me of my intimacy that I wanted with you. Not because you started a business. Not because you did business. It's because you got your focus off on something rather than Him. See, God don't mind you doing your business. And here's what God spoke to me. He said, when you put me in your business, I'll run it. <laughs> See, when you put God in the center of everything you do, and you love God because God is God, not because God can do for you, not because God can bless you, you love God for who He is, and who He is, and who He is. What did God tell? What did God say to John? What did God say to Moses? What did He say? He said, Who shall I say sent me? And He said, Tell them I am that I am. Some of you better catch this. I feel the anointing on all this tonight. Some of you better catch this because there's a mystery in that. Because Moses told God, said, who do you say sent me? He said, tell him I am that I am. Let me tell you something. God wants to be so intimate with you he wants to be so intimate with you that him and you share secrets. And you know what? One thing I have realized that the Bible says, seek God with everything you've got. Seek him with all your heart. How can you seek God with all your heart when you don't desire him? See, our problem is we desire things. I want things. I want things. Lord, give me things. Give me motorcycles. Give me things. But God... Here's the problem with the church still today and Jesus is still in the temple turning the tables over. And he's saying, listen, I'm tired of you robbing my father's house of interest in me that he wants with you. All because you want things. But what did King Solomon ask for? He said, Lord, give me discernment between good and evil. You know what, God, you know what King Solomon was asking for? He said, Lord, I don't want the palace I want you. I want to get to know you, Lord. I want to desire after you. Who am I talking to tonight? Listen, you need to quit running towards the things and start running towards the thing, the, the big thing. You know, God revealed to me years ago, and I'm going to share this with you guys because this really going to help you. God shared with me years ago. He said, son, don't ask me for another thing. Don't ask me for nothing. I said, well, Lord, what does the Bible say? You have not because you ask not. You, you asked in a mist, but you do not give because you asked in the wrong motive and all this stuff. Why is all that in the Bible? He said, I'm going to teach you, son. If you don't ask me for nothing, but you run after me, I know the desires of your heart. And that's why the Bible said, delight yourself in the Lord and he will fulfill the desires of your heart. He said, I'm going to show you things that's not even in your heart that I wanted to give you even before. Let me share something with you guys. I got a Harley Davidson out there. I didn't ask for a Harley Davidson. Didn't pray for one. Didn't ask for one. 
As a matter of fact, I thought I'd never own a Harley Davidson. But for some reason, that Harley Davidson found me. I didn't find it, it found me. But why did God want me to have a Harley Davidson? Because he knew it would bring me joy. He knew it would bring me enjoyment. And he has. It's been a blessing in my life. It really has. It's been an enjoyment in my life. I, I really appreciate God doing that because you know what? I didn't seek for it. See, my friend, you don't have to live every day of your life asking God this and got, treat, treating God like a Santa Claus. God's not a Santa Claus, guys. God wants you to wake up every morning and say, God, you know what? Where are you at? I want to see you again. I want to get to know you. I want to intimacy with you. See, I'm going to say this, and I, I mean, I don't know if my wife cares or not, but i got to share it. One thing I desire for my wife is intimacy. I do. The touch, the feel. God feels the same way. And I'm not getting nasty or vulgar on here, guys, at all, by no means. But I'm just saying, in a relationship, there's intimacy must occur. And the more intimacy occurs, the more closeness the relationship gets. See, God wants you to be intimate with him. He wants to share secrets. He that dwelleth upon the, uh, what does the Bible say in, in the, book, the book of Psalms? He that dwelleth in the most secret place of the most high. See, God wants to share secrets with you that he shares with no man. God wants to fellowship with you. Quit seeking all these things. It's not going to be eternal. What's going to be eternal is you and him. Close, one by one. I'm talking to somebody you need to get like Enoch. Enoch walked with God. He was so close to God that God took him up. And my desire for you tonight is to get close with God. Get to know him. Read the Bible. Get to know who God is. Who is he? Where did he exist? How can we find him? In the volume of the book. Let me tell you something. God showed up with the Israelites. God showed up in a burning bush. God killed a whole world and told Noah, said, look, Noah, I've repented, I even made mankind. God gets discouraged, guys. He gets discouraged. Everything you feel, he feels. Do you know that? I'm talking like this because I have a personal relationship with him. I talk with him every morning. I'm talking to him right now. He's talking through me to you right now. Why? Because the Bible says greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. My, 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 my. So guys, we got to get out of ourself. We got to get out of ourself. And I'm going to test you guys. I, I am. I'm going to test you. Y'all ready? I'm going to test you. God just told me to do this. He told me, he said, tonight, I'm going to see if they're in their self or I'm going to see if they obey me. God's told me to tell y'all to sow a seed. Anybody on here that God is speaking to you to sow a seed to this ministry tonight. You know what? I'm going to see if you're in yourself tonight or you're in God. Let me tell you something, friend. When it becomes money, people get offended. Money's their God. Let me tell you something. 
That's why Jesus overthrowed the tables. Because he knew that they were chasing that money and things more than him. That's why. It wasn't because they were in the in, in the they wasn't in the in the temple selling. God God don't care if you start a business and put his name on it or whatever. I, I truly like God in my business. I like him calling the shots. Why? Because he knows how to run a business. Did not Jesus say it? I'm about my father's business. Listen, God is a businessman. He believes in business. What business does he believe in? Not what business we have. His business is to seek to save that which is lost. His business is to give his son to save the whole world. That's his business. It ain't things. God don't have to live off of things. Even though he enjoys things, he likes gold, he likes silver, he likes them things. I can prove it to you in the word of God. Why did, why did King Solomon build him a temple filled with gold? Because he likes things just like we do. He enjoys things. He likes gold. He likes green. You know how he likes green? Look at the whole earth. It's green. He looks down from heaven and sees all the trees. He loves green stuff. Let me tell you something else too. He likes water. You know how I can prove that? Because in Revelation it says a, a, a crest, crystal sea is above his throne. A crystal sea is water. The first thing he hovered upon is water. That's right. Don't let things have you. Is that absolutely right? It's okay to have things, but don't let them have you. Don't worship these things. When you find yourself worshiping things, you'll chase that more than you will God. You'll chase that more than you will God. You'll put your priorities somewhere else before God. But I'm going to challenge you guys. God told me to tell you sow a seed tonight. Sow a seed tonight. Listen, if you want to sow a seed tonight, we got a cash app, God Saving Ministries. We also got a Venmo app. If you got Venmo, it's God Saving Ministries. If you got any other way you can give, just email us at jason at kingdomwealthnow.co. You say, Jason, I don't do the Venmo. I don't do the cash out. Whatever you do, we'll get with you so you can sow your seed tonight. Guys, I'm going to tell you something. That, when it comes to money, people get funny. Why? Because people think that money can be their everything. Which the Bible does say money answers all things. But it, you know what? Jesus just said it right here. A man can gain the whole world and lose his soul. What good is it? God wants you to prosper as well as your soul prospers. What good is having all those things without God? Right? What good is it? That's right, so on. And why does God use tithing? Why does God use giving? I'm going to tell you why. God loves a cheerful giver. If you don't give cheerfully, you don't give in the right attitude. And let me tell you something. God loves a cheerful giver because he tests you to see if that money's your God. He does. He's tested me many times. Just to see if that money was my God. That's why I tithe every week. That's why I give when God tells me to give. Why? Because he tests me to see where my heart is. And that's why he uses tithing and giving. Just to see where our heart lies. Because sometimes, I have to say it, but people worship money. They do. 
They think money's their God. And he tells us don't trust in these things, but tr put your trust in God. Don't trust things. I mean, I know people right now that they don't even tithe. They don't have nowhere to tithe. You're trusting in that money. You're not trusting in God. And you know what the, the, the significance of all of it is? God put in God we trust on the money just to let us know, look, this money is not your God. This money does not provide for you. I do. God's my provider. <laughs> He's Jehovah Nisi. He's Jehovah Shalom. I'm telling you, God is your provider. Not your job. Not, not, I mean, really, it's not. But the reason why God uses tithing and giving because he wants to test your heart to see if you love that money. But anyways, guys, if you want to sow tonight, you can sow. Uh, we got a Venmo app, God Saving Ministries. We also got a cash app, God Saving Ministries. Sow your seed. Get your seed in the ground tonight. Um, anyways, guys, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. That's all I have tonight. We got to get out of ourselves. We got to get out of ourselves. If we're going to grow with God, we got to get out of ourselves. But guys, that's all I have tonight. God bless everyone. God bless y'all. God bless you. And God bless you. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful night.